0: What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Gold Standard production, along with Grant Cohn. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. What's up, Grant? Uh, Not much. What's good with you, Rob? Oh, we got Trey Lance workout videos to assess. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to a question about the 49ers team building strategy and a private meeting that they are having with a quarterback that is uh, causing some Trey Lance fans maybe to clutch their pearls a little bit. I see you've got your conspiracy face on, so we'll get to that as well. Let's start with the Trey Lance stuff. This is my normal
1: face, but it's <laughs> always continued- a conspiracy face. <laughs> okay. You're Trey right. Lance, Let's go.
0: Workout videos. We've got another one. He's throwing the ball, and here come the takes. They're coming in left, right, take. and center. His leg's too straight. His arm's too bent. His head's too low. People are breaking this thing down, and I'm pointing my finger at you, Mr. Cohn. You are, are breaking this thing down like it's, you know, an actual game film.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I do. I, I break down training camp practices like they're the Super Bowl as well. Look, it's the offseason. We need to talk about this. <clears throat> All I'm saying is it looks the same. It looks like the same Trey Lance I've always seen. Some people say it looks a lot different. Last week, we had those, like, grainy slow motion uh, videos of just him from the waist up, and it looked good. But this one, there's just two throws, and you see the whole body. And to me, it looked exactly the same as the, as the past and that's fine. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little skeptical that he can overhaul his delivery. I mean, he's, he's in his 20s. It's not easy to do. And all I'm seeing is a guy who basically throws with his arm. Like, his legs don't really help him very much in the process. In fact, you could argue they get in the way a little bit. But he's so gifted and big and strong that he can sling that rock around. He's been doing it his whole life. Um, I grew up with a, a professional baseball player, Tyson Ross. I don't know if you know who Tyson Ross is. He was a starter for the Padres. He was an all-star in 2014. He was a second-round pick, I and mean, he was very, very gifted. Six-foot-five, 245 pounds, bigger than, than uh, Trey. Also basically just threw with his arm. Had a low three-quarter release. Had a very short stride. And he could throw 96 miles an hour with his arm. Like No one could tell him anything. But eventually, he blew out his shoulder, and that was it. Um, and I, I think the thing with Trey, what I'm most concerned about is the arm, arm fatigue thing. He's taught, I mean, they've talked about this. The arm fatigue comes from being an arm thrower and he's like, he throws hard too. It's not just that he's throwing like Steve Young, like he's placing the ball. He's throwing it really hard and he's not really using his legs. So I think long-term is going to, it's going to hurt him like literally. Uh, so I think that's why he's trying to fix it.
0: 49ers daddy watching on YouTube says, Trey's throwing motion looks better and his knees bent on the release. Here's okay. hey, the thing. All right, all right, all right. That I feel Hey, like- beauty's in miss- the eye of the beholder. And hey, you tell me what you see. It's not about what Trey looks like on one throw in one video. What matters is can he consistently get the ball where it needs to go? And maybe more than that, what matters is can he convince the 49ers that he can consistently deliver the ball on time and in a location where guys can run after the catch? That's the big thing. You know, like I can hit my seven iron 180 yards if I hit it perfectly. You know how many times I hit it perfectly? Like 1 out of 10 if I'm lucky. So if Trey Lance looks good in one throw on one video or looks bad on one throw in one video, it doesn't matter. The bigger picture is what matters.
1: Absolutely. Uh, And the big picture to me is he, to me, still looks like he's throwing the same. And the Niners have this choice now. It's like, do we continue to try to revamp Trey Lance's throwing motion? Or do we go with Brock Purdy, who actually has good throwing mechanics? That's the thing about Brock Purdy. He does everything correctly. He transfers his weight correctly. He uses his lower body right. Like, Jimmy didn't. Jimmy, they, people talk about his quick release. He would stand on his back foot, not <laughs> transfer his weight as all, at all, and just throw a little 10-yard passes with no weight transfer. I, hate, I hated that. Like, Trey is like the opposite. He's really muscling up. Um, and it's kind of like my friend Tyson not really using his lower body. If he, could, if he could learn to, like, just let his legs do the work for him he wouldn't have to work so hard to throw it hard. Brock Purdy gets it. Other thing, but the thing with Brock Purdy is what's, what is his freaking elbow going to look like in six months, you know? Is it going to be a noodle, or is it going to be even better? It's possible he'll be even better when he comes back, and this guy will be their guy. But Trey, I don't know. It's just I'm starting to – this is year three, and I'm starting to feel like, man, this is how you throw. Just like most guys, you have a motion that you've been doing since you are a kid. You're probably not going to change that. And, you know, this – He doesn't have to apologize for that. He just has to perfect, like Jalen Hurts, I guess, had this issue. And if you watch Jalen Hurts, he's a little bit better at having like a a bent front knee when when his left leg hits the ground. But by the time he releases the ball, that leg is pretty straight. So I think he's been like working on it, and it's like something that he can improve on, and he can probably continue to improve on. But you're not going to just
0: change it overnight. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like people are like looking for everything. Is his arm extended when he's throwing? Yeah. Knee. You don't have to fix everything. Everything. Yeah. If you can be a little bit better in one area for this year while you're rehabbing a major ankle injury that required two surgeries, that's progress too. That's part of it too, right? Can he show the 49ers that he's making progress? He talked, he talked, I think was with Rich Eisen about how he has a better idea now Mm -hmm. of what the 49ers are asking of him, of what they want to see from him. And so maybe he, you know, like I said, if he can spend this whole offseason now that he's actually mobile and moving around, working on those things, and he can show them in this little window that he has, that he has improved those things, that could go a long way.
1: I I agree. And I think if there's one thing he can take away from working out with Patrick Mahomes, uh uh-oh, I want him to hear this. I was going to say, if if there's one thing he can take away from working out with Patrick Mahomes, it might be that, you know, Mahomes has a cannon. But when I watch Mahomes, he's a guy who doesn't throw hard. He looks like he's trying to throw a pillow, like he's in a pillow fight, and he's trying to throw the pillow across the room. Like, he's very controlled. He's very good with ball placement. And, like, Trey is really, I feel like he's he's still caught up in throwing it hard. And Steve Young, who was my favorite quarterback of all time, didn't throw it hard. He really, really had soft placement. And I think Trey can learn. Like, you don't have to throw it hard, man. You can take it off. Mahomes does. And if he can learn to have that kind of control with his arm, He'll be extremely successful, and he won't have arm fatigue.
0: That's going to be the narrative now, though. If Trey comes out and looks better, it's all going to be due to Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Absolutely. Because Mahomes, Mahomes is so great now, we have to make him even greater. That Not only is he you know, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, he's also fixing other quarterbacks in the offseason.
1: He's a quarterback coach now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's doing things that Kyle Shanahan can't do. I, I think it's genius that... Patrick Mahomes I don't know if he invited Trey Lance in or he just said hey yes please come here and let's take a picture because it looks like he's you know doing for Lance what the Niners won't even do he's the Niners are like I don't want to be in the same room as you and and Patrick's like hey yeah you know he can be he can be in my Instagram story he's
0: a cool guy I'm gonna be fascinated to see I hope that somebody asks Mahomes about the whole thing I mean not that he's gonna bad mouth Trey Lance because that's just not how Patrick Mahomes rolled but I'm convinced that it's going to be Trey Lance is working out with Patrick Mahomes he learned the secrets meanwhile Patrick Mahomes who by the way has one of the most unconventional throwing motions we've True. ever seen because he seemingly changes it whenever the hell he wants to and still puts the ball wherever the yes. hell he wants
1: I mean he he looks like he could almost play quarterback left-handed he's so <laughs> good and so yeah I mean but the thing is if you watch him in the pocket When he has time, he throws with really good mechanics. It's just that he can throw really well without good mechanics. I don't think that Trey's that guy. Like, I don't think Trey's the kind of guy. He can't just look at Mahomes and be like, yeah, I can do all that. No, no, no. Think of yourself as Cam Newton. You need to be throwing with proper mechanics every time. If you don't, you're going to be completing 58% of your throws at best. Right? Like, that's you, Trey. You're not Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, these mechanics things are very important for Trey. And I, I'm just glad that he's putting in the work in the offseason because it's going to take a lot of time. They say 10,000 reps, stuff like, I mean, it's going to take a long time.
0: Jesse Naylor, shout out to him watching on YouTube, says Trey Lance's rehab strength and conditioning coach is Patrick Mahomes' coach. That's how it happened. Oh, I'm sure we're going to get all the details. We'll get all... You're telling me
1: You're telling me Kyle Shanahan didn't set this Jed York didn't set this up?
0: I'm freaking shocked. What's Brian Greasy doing, by the way? Why <laughs> let's get Brian Greasy out to some of these things here? They could do it without it popping up on social media. I'm sure that he's developing
1: Brock way. Purdy. He's developing <laughs> Brock Purdy. Yeah. Who had needed no development.
0: Uh, I I just I think that people have an idea of what a quarterback is supposed to throw like. And because Trey doesn't throw like that, they feel like I feel like sometimes they're making a bigger issue out of his throwing motion than I think it is. I don't think it's that massive of a problem for him. I really don't.
1: Well, I mean, it's just the fact that, you know, he's had some accuracy issues early in his career and there's been this reports of arm fatigue. So then you just look at his, at his throwing motion and be like, okay, well what's wrong? Well, you can point to this and this and this, if he was completing 70% of his throws and had no arm fatigue, no one would care how he was throwing, but it might be an issue given those, the statistics and the reports. So, i'm just saying man like it looks like a very effortful delivery compare it to justin herbert who throws really hard too justin herbert has a very fluid delivery he uses his legs well uh he gets full extension doesn't look like he's throwing trying that hard but he is throwing very hard like trey looks he's got that first of all his leg locks out so he's pushing he kind of releases here he's got that three-quarter delivery and then he whips his arm violently across his body and finishes with his arm across his body. I mean, it's all very violent, and it's cool. I mean, that's how Tyson, my friend Tyson, had a very violent delivery. He was a freaking ace. But you wonder, you worry about long term longevity with that kind of stuff.
0: I don't know that I Injuries. would call it violent. It's definitely. You're right. The arm comes across and it almost bounces back. Oh
1: off. yeah, so yes, it, it does. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, and he throws
0: hard. Like he. He needs to, he needs to, yeah, he needs to fix this. I think that what he would say is the arm fatigue came from the volume of throws. Sure. Not like and what i think he yeah say is you he's throw done. like
1: that all off season hell yeah i believe it right. i believe it
0: but what he's gonna say is i'm not gonna ever throw that much over that period of time again in my career because i'm not gonna be preparing for the draft again so i think that's fair. what he would say in response fair. to your concern fair
1: then then i guess my only concern would be show me that you can control the ball with that two by four up your crash that you got <laughs> because you got a freaking two by hey man maybe maybe that maybe you need to slow yourself down do you remember Rob Nen when we were kids? Yeah. Okay, Rob Nen, he was a pitcher. He would he would get in the stretch. He would come set, and as he, was, as he was transferring his weight, he would actually stop. Remember, he would hit his front leg on the ground to slow his momentum because he threw so freaking hard. Maybe Trey feels he needs to slow his momentum down a little bit. I don't know why he throws this way, but maybe it's what he needs to do. He just needs to prove that he can control the ball because he hasn't pr- pr- proven that he's Patrick Mahomes like that yet.
0: Well, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And then the question will be, too, like, does he get enough opportunities to throw? Because I still think he's working through some stuff in terms of adjusting to the NFL and he's going to need to get those throws in because he didn't get those in college. He didn't get those anywhere. He still has yet to make those. So part of me wonders if like he's still kind of learning his own kind of throwing motion and how to place the ball and layer the ball and things like that. Also, I think it's
1: confusing when you're a a young kid and you get drafted number three overall. He got drafted because of his arm strength. He got drafted because he went to his pro day during a pandemic and freaking fired the ball all over the field. Like, people are like, oh my God, it's, it's just flying out of his hands. And now what we're telling him is, dude, you're throwing too hard. Stop throwing, take it all. It's like, what are you talking about? That got me drafted. That's why I'm rich and I'm the number three pick. It's it's tough for a, for a professional athlete who's made it this far and made this much money for you to tell him, hey, now do everything opposite.
0: It's like, oh, really? I, it's tough. So it's going to be, that's going to be the challenge. Is going to be whatever the 49ers haven't seen yet from Lance, can he provide that this year? And I yeah. felt like one of the things that we heard about him coming into the league was... He's really smart. He mm-hmm. really he learns a playbook fast. He he doesn't make the same mistake twice. He can adjust, that kind of thing. So that's going to be grinder, kind
1: of the- loves football, not a diva, all that stuff. You know, all the good things. Yeah.
0: And so that's going to be put to the test this year right. because clearly he had to change something. Whatever you want to say that it was, mm-hmm. he needed mm-hmm. to alter something. Now, can he do that while also rehabbing this injury? I don't know. We're going to find out. I know one person that's pretty skeptical. I shouldn't say person. Kyle Shanahan's cat. Thank you very much for the super huh? chat. Trey is a bust. Not his fault. It's my master's fault. That, of course, would be Kyle Shanahan. Real quick, my
1: question, my question with, with, with Trey is like, did the Niners not see this thing with his lower body on film? Because it seems like throwing gurus could probably see that. And if they, if they didn't see it, how did that happen? And if they did see it, most likely, there must have been a plan, right, to fix this. So wh- what happened to that plan? you're on year three and he's working out with Patrick Mahomes. Like, what about your plan to fix something you saw on film? I can't imagine you traded up to number three drafted this guy and we're surprised in training camp. Like, Oh, you know what? He actually is just an arm thrower. And, and like, that's going to lead to problems. Like, right. Yeah. I'm sure you could have seen that.
0: They, from what Kyle has said, they kind of look at that as like, Hey, that's your job to fix during the off season. And cause we don't, what about have- your evaluation
1: though? When you traded up for this guy, what did you say? What did you write?
0: Right. That's that's yeah. there. But Kyle yeah. has kind of talked about like adjustments to your mechanics and stuff. That's on you in the off season. Because right. once we get rolling in training camp, like we're going, we're, we have stuff to do. We can't stop and work on that stuff. That's the impression that I've got.
1: I love I, I love thinking like Kyle selling that to Jed. Hey, you know, we're going to trade three first round picks for this kid, Trey. <sighs> Look, he, he's his his mechanics are a little bit of a mess. Big, strong kid. Been throwing with his arm all his life. We want to teach him to use his lower body. We have no plan to teach him how to use his lower body. That's, that's going to be on him. It's really critical for him to succeed. We can't do that for him, but we think he might be able to do it for himself. What do you think? Jed's
0: like, I like it. I like it. Jed's like, just make the NFC title game so I can sell playoff tickets. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Too long, didn't listen. Just make the NFC title game.
0: Thanks. All right. And if you don't, then we'll talk Uh game time watching <laughs> on YouTube says Trey's fatigue came from two years straight. He said, like we talked about Thomas sure. Moore says, did you see that Trey has removed the dip in his motion? I do think that that was something that jumped out a little bit to me. If you go look at his pro day throws, he kind of, dips down and then he bounces up. He gets taller as he's releasing the ball. It seems like in these videos where we could actually see his lower body that he's not doing that. But again, I don't know if that's a one-time thing or if it's actually going to stick.
1: The way I saw it, and you could disagree, is in the past he would have a pretty low crouch when he was, in, mm-hmm. when he was dropping back. And then he would transfer to a straight leg and you could see this. I mean, you, his head would pop up. Now he's not crouching as low when he drops back. And so when he transferred to a straight leg, it doesn't seem as drastic. But what I would say is, man, bend that front leg, baby. Bend that front <laughs> leg, baby because what you're doing when you when you extend the leg is you're you're basically stopping the momentum that you're creating with your lower body. The whole point is to not is to use your whole body, not just your upper body. Creating momentum, you stop the momentum by extending your leg. Extend it later. Because as soon as you extend the leg, your your lower body's done and your arm is, is doing all the work and man, your arm is strong, but let your body do the work for you,
0: baby. Let your body do the work. What about this? I don't know if it's fear or fire. I'm going to go with fire. Says, I looked up different quarterbacks after your analysis video, Grant, and found that both Drew Brees and Steve Young have the leg lock thing going on. Taste
1: I highly it. doubt it. I highly doubt it. But I'll go check it out. I highly doubt it.
0: Well, Steve Young, I mean. Everyone locks
1: their leg eventually. You you do it like Jalen Hurts does it when the ball's released. I do Ideally, you do it a little after the ball's released. But if you're doing it before the ball is even at your ear, man, the rest is your arm. And again, Steve Young didn't throw very hard. So I don't think it led to arm fatigue. And he actually had great ball control. But I, I'm guessing Steve Young had great mechanics too because Bill Walsh coached him. I'd love to go back and check it myself. But thank you, Fire the Great.
0: Well, Steve Young was really raw as a thrower when he first started. If you, uh, his biography, I think it's called Beyond the Spiral or Inside the Spiral, something to do with the spiral. It's mm-hmm. an awesome thing. But he talked about literally how much work he put in to throwing the ball, especially not because easy. His One of his college coaches did not want him to be a quarterback just Lavelle because Edwards. he was left-handed.
1: Lavelle so, Edwards. Yeah, I, I did a story about left-handed quarterbacks like six, seven years ago. I interviewed him about it, interviewed Chris Sims about it. They were all really interested. I mean, they've left-handed quarterbacks have a whole story because most coaches are just um, kind of lazy, and they don't want to like re, redraw their whole – you have to redraw basically <laughs> your entire playbook for the left-handed quarterback. They're like, nah, I don't want to do that. So, Steve, be a safety <laughs> – well, yeah.
0: Trey was recruited as a as a safety by some schools. So that's maybe right. that's you know that's right. Coaches coaches don't want to be doing that kind of stuff. No. I think two is the only lefty in the NFL. I can't think of another one. Wow. I'm pretty sure he's I the believe only it. one. And there hasn't been it. one other than him for like years. I don't know. They went extinct.
1: I just feel like there's, in high school, if you're a lefty and you can throw, there's so much pressure from the baseball coach to come play baseball. And I think that the football coach is kind of indifferent. He's like, you know what? Yeah, you should probably go play baseball. You can make a lot of money over there.
0: Yeah, right. Watching on YouTube says, Robin Grant have the same barber.
1: My barber is Javon the barber in Fruitvale in Oakland. Shout out Javon. He does a great job. I got to go tomorrow. It's been about three weeks.
0: I don't know my barber's name. Why would I know my barber's name? I go to whoever's open.
1: Oh, man, I'm loyal one. to Javon.
0: I don't have only Javon. We do live on opposite sides of the country, so I highly doubt we that do. the same person is uh, is cutting our hair. All right, let's get to the next thing that you mentioned in our little pre-show text session. Mm. 49ers having private quarterback meetings, Grant. Could we see another quarterback potentially drafted? Dorian Thompson Robinson? I don't know anything about this person. <laughs> Tell me. What do I need to know? All right, he...
1: He was the quarterback at UCLA. Uh, Chip Kelly got fired from the Niners. He went to UCLA. This guy has been his quarterback every year, I want to say, like four years in a row. Uh, Actually, five years. He's been there a long freaking time, about 23 years old, a little bit older than Brock Purdy, very experienced. If you're looking for the next Brock Purdy, he kind of checks some of those boxes. Really experienced, threw a lot of passes in college, uh, ran a lot. Scored a lot of rushing touchdowns. Had a monster year this last year at UCLA. I think he's really good, but I think he's kind of on a lot of people's rate. I think I don't think the media really knew about him, but I think the NFL likes him. The Eagles had him in for a private workout. The Niners had him in for a private workout. He looks like someone who's going to get drafted, probably on day three. And so that's interesting to me because I was thinking if the Niners would bring in a fourth quarterback, it would be someone like round seven or maybe even undrafted because that guy's got to go on the practice squad. Unless... Trey Lance gets, either Trey Lance gets traded, or Brock Purdy's out for the entire year. So if if they were to draft Dorian Thompson Robinson in round five, let's say, like that's the guy you want, I would think if you spend a fifth round pick, him mean, you guy you want your fifty three man roster. So you're not keeping four quarterbacks. It just feels like another indication that the Niners are open for business on Trey Lance, and I think that's like it's like duh, we know they're open for business on on Trey Lance. I just don't know. Like, do they think they're going to get what they want on draft night? I don't think they're going to get what they want on draft night. I don't think he's worth that much, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: I don't think he's going to get traded at all. Gammon Brown says Trey Lance slander of any kind will not be tolerated. I don't know that it's slander to say it's that not they would slander. I like Trey Lance. They, they said they would listen on him. So, yeah, you know, they did. Yeah, I don't like, think immediately. Can, yeah, I don't think you can call that slander. Would they keep? Another quarter? I don't know. They're not going to keep four. Maybe they think they could just stash him on the practice squad. Right. Maybe they feel they
1: can get him in round seven and and no one would take him. But it seems like there's a little bit of a buzz around him. He's getting private workouts. It seems like he might be a a round five or four pick. And if the Niners take a quarterback in round three, four, or five, like heads will explode. People will be so – I don't even know if Trey Lance would be on the team at that point. But I think that's why this is interesting. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you even – why are you even taking a day to talk to this guy? Why? You have three I have, quarterbacks.
0: I have more three. thoughts on that, but we've got a couple of super chats I want to get okay. to. Uh, 2.0 says, Trey has nothing to do with Mahomes. Christensen is just willing to work with him now that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't on the team. Now Jimmy isn't competing with him, so he'll gladly take Trey's money. So uh, Christensen is Patrick Mahomes' quarterback coach, and I guess he also worked with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think he worked with Garoppolo like in high, in school, high school or like, way yeah. early. So I don't know that necessarily there's any connection there. I don't think these quarterback coaches care about having two quarterbacks on the same team competing for the same job. They care about money being green.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, 2.0, like mocking Trey Lance for, you know, like working on his craft. I I think it's cool (laughs) that he's like, you know, uh, went to Jeff Christensen and is trying to go to the best coaches. I mean, he's going to Jimmy Garoppolo's coach. 2.0 should be encouraged. But no, he's just laughing at Trey Lance because – He's 22 and he hasn't doesn't have a perfect delivery yet. I mean, okay. Yeah. Steve Young way, didn't have a perfect delivery at 22.
0: Nice Yale avatar. Shout out to my Quinnipiac Bobcats, baby. Rival of Yale and national <laughs> hockey champions. Just on a sneak that. I in don't even there. know
1: where Quinnipiac is. Where is that?
0: It's in Hamden, Connecticut, baby. Where I live. That's where I went to school. Hamden, I live- Connecticut.
1: I didn't even yeah. know where you live.
0: I live like five minutes away from campus I and mean, he had the Yale avatar no. they're the rival just wanted to okay okay that in you know Connecticut all right Christopher watching on YouTube says you give Kyle too much credit to coach or spot mechanics quarterback coach was Rich Succarello I'm pretty sure that's not his last name when Trey was drafted the only thing Rich taught was that stupid twist dance oh
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah, I, I feel like if there was a, a real QB guru, like, like a Bobby Turner of quarterbacks on this team, um, they would have seen it. They would have seen it. Like they, it was there. Or maybe they did see it, and they would have had a plan to fix it. But right now, it seems like it's, it's the same. It's been like this
0: for a while. I don't know. To me, I think your philosophy when you draft somebody has to be assume that they are going to stay this, this way, same. especially mechanically, yeah. forever. If you can yeah. change them, great. But just say, for the sake of argument, that we're not going to be able to change this person. Does it sort of meet the minimum level of what we need to be effective? If it does, then you can draft him. If you don't know, yeah. if you're not a hundred percent sure, then you can't draft that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I, Trey Lance never would have been taken third overall if there hadn't been a pandemic. He sat a year. It, it was it was all a very strange evaluation. There wasn't very much evidence, and never would ever. Ha- it's never going to happen again. I mean. The Niners probably, in retrospect, shouldn't have made such an aggressive move with such little evidence, because they never had any conviction in their in their decision to begin with. And it feels like that the the motivation to get Trey Lance is strange in the retrospect. I think it was, I think Kyle just didn't want it to be Jimmy's team anymore, and it was more about trading up to the number three pick and undermining Jimmy than who they took. It could be Mac Jones, it could be Trey Lance. Who freaking cares? As long as it's not Jimmy anymore, I think that's what it was about.
0: You know, part of me wonders if the move up to three was maybe a motivational tactic by them to try and get Jimmy to to actually respond to texts in the offseason. Or or, or, or
1: or like play through injuries. Hey, man, like don't shut it down for 10 games with a high ankle sprain when you got guys like Patrick Mahomes playing through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, the season's lost, but you're the quarterback. We pay you a lot of money. You're the leader. Like, come back and play. What are you doing, George Kittle? Remember everyone came back and played the last two games of that season, but he didn't? Yeah. I think there was something to that. And I think Kyle's pissed and he feels like I can't have this guy who just plays when he wants to. I mean, that's the, what Martellus Bennett said about this guy, too. I think he was pissed and I think it wasn't necessarily about Trey. I don't think it was about the, which they've traded up for a pick, not a right. not a not a player. It was about not Jimmy anymore. Anyone but Jimmy.
0: It could have been, hey maybe this will motivate Jimmy and he'll bring his game Mm -hmm. to another level. And if it doesn't, then we'll have a cheap quarterback that I think is good enough to, to win games with anyway. So maybe it was like a win-win thing getting back to the, to the uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. I can't imagine that Kyle's going to feel comfortable. Like let's say they, they get rid of Trey Lance. If, if that's what you're thinking here, that they draft Dorian Thompson Robinson and eventually trade Trey Lance. If Brock can't come back, and Sam's got to be the guy, and then Sam gets hurt, you think Kyle would be comfortable turning it over to, to a rookie?
1: Well, what he can say is, look at how much success we had with Brock last year. And what Dorian Thompson-Robinson has in common with Brock is a lot of playing experience. Like four years, 1,400 throws. Like They're very similar in terms of their resumes. So if, if you wanted to sell the fan base on, look, trust me, I know it's scary, but we have a great team. We did this last year with with a, a quarterback. Frankly, this guy has a... A higher draft grade than we gave Brock, and he's still going to have Christian McCaffrey. Like it's not that hard, and he's he's actually pretty gifted. That's what they could sell it at. And, and actually, I think there's probably something to that, man. If you can get Brock Purdy playing like that, you should probably look for the next Brock Purdy because it's not Brock. Brock's good, but you know it, it wasn't Brock or Jimmy. It was Christian and Debo and Kittle. Like I, I think a lot of quarterbacks could do well, even guys. Like Dorian Thompson Robinson, who are rookies, but have playing experience and basically know how to play the position at a rudimentary level.
0: And I think that's, Which is what
1: Trey's still trying to figure out, right? Because he didn't play, unfortunately. Right. And I yeah. think
0: that's what the 49ers think too, that they could right. they could put in different quarterbacks there. John Mitchell watching on YouTube says, I'll take these Trey Lance trade rumors with a grain of salt, because remember, last year the talk was about Debo getting traded, so I wouldn't feed too much into it.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. I know Larry Kruger thinks it's going to happen. God love him for, put himself, for putting himself out there. I just don't think the Niners are going to put themselves out there. There's not a whole lot to gain by trading them. Maybe a third-round pick. There's so much to lose, man. I mean, you could go down as looking like the right. most incompetent organization ever if he turns out to be good. So I, I just don't see it.
0: And how do you even begin to assess his value? Nobody's seen anything from this person, so it's hard to say like, what he's actually worth. It'd be very, very difficult. Kyle Shanahan's yeah. cat is back. Y'all believe in Trey Lance? Get Goat quarterback coach Mike Holmgren?
1: No, it's over. Adam, yeah, no. Let no, let, let people my dad's age like just retired be you know like leave him alone. My dad's g- got one show in him a week. Holmgren probably could have one show in him a week. That's about <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> leave him alone. 2.0 is back. The crouch in Trey Lance's delivery will be back as soon as he tries to throw the ball with velocity. He's going about 25% in those vids. It's like watching LeBron shoot around in warm-up saying, wow, he doesn't jump very high.
1: I don't have a problem with the crouch in this. Look at Jalen Hurts when he throws. He's very crouched. Look at Patrick Mahomes when he throws. He's very wide, very crouched. But the thing with Trey is that he's extending his leg as soon as it hits the freaking ground. Like it just let it be, let it be bent for a second. It's so It's just a timing thing, man. But timing matters in, you know, hitting, throwing, all that stuff. It matters. It's a sequencing thing. He can do it. I believe in you, Trey. I believe in you. I I do. I'm gonna make an R and B song about Trey Lance called "I Believe in Trey." It's gonna be. It's gonna sound like I I believe I can fly, but it's not gonna be that song. It's gonna be I believe in Trey.
0: Just different enough, right? (laughs) I don't think the accuracy is, like, as big a deal as people make it. Honestly, I think it's been way overblown. Does he have a couple throws that are bad? Where he missed? Yeah, everyone yeah, does. He, everyone exactly. does exactly. Everybody does. I don't think – and, yeah, I, I agree that it's not as good as some people in the league for sure, but I think it's tall enough to ride the bumper cars, for lack of a better term. I, I think it's fine, honestly, especially with the kinds of crap that Kyle's going to dial up. I don't know that we need to see, like, this – Josh Allen-type leap in accuracy from him. I
1: just feel like if Bill Walsh were alive and he were coaching this team, would he want to do the Trey Lance project or would he settle for Brock Purdy? I mean, he might like both of them, but I feel like a coach like Bill Walsh or Andy Reid would look at Trey Lance and say, yeah, most coaches wouldn't know where to start, but I do. I can do this, so give me Trey. Because that guy can win the Super Bowl with me. Brock, I don't know, man. He's limited, and we can do some good stuff together. He's a hell of a a a quarterback, but can he win the Super Bowl? I don't know. Uh, Trey, I think me and him can win the Super Bowl, not other coaches. And I feel like that, that was the confidence that I thought Kyle Shanahan had when he took this kid. But ever since then, he keeps reverting to the path of least resistance, which is so disappointing for an offensive guru that you like so much, Rob. You.
0: Yes, I do. Yes, I you do, do like him. I think this uh-huh. is his only blind spot, honestly. What a blind spot. It, it, it's a big one. I agree. Yeah. But I, that's why you need somebody else to maybe force him to do something he doesn't want to do. That's why I kind of wonder if Jed needs to go and say, look, you, when you take a quarterback, especially one that high, everything that you do has to go towards <laughs> developing this guy. Every single thing. And you haven't done You would that think car. they'd
1: have that, that conversation before they made the deal. I Denise, that, John, everyone in the room. I mean, you would think that would be understood, but I'm Denise with you, man. Denise
0: and John do not care that much at all. I, I don't think know. Jed does. I don't Maybe. know if, if Maybe. Denise and Dr. I kind of get the
1: feeling that Denise and John stepped in and uh, they were heavily involved in the hire of Kyle. I think that I've, I got, my sense is that they didn't want to run the team, they gave it to uh, Jed when he was 27. He hired Singletary. Then he got Harbaugh. Blue uh, fired Harbaugh. Got Tom Sula. Got Chip Kelly. And I think that the parents have didn't like. Look, we are a laughing stock. Let's let's huddle up and do this together. And I don't know that Jed has free range over here anymore. I think um, big decisions come down to a family decision now. That's
0: interesting. What oh, yeah, well, that's so what you would know better than I would. I don't know. Dynamics. I so I look,
1: and I don't think it's a coincidence that the last two years when the Niners were three and five and three and four, all of a sudden the dad showed up. Full week for practice. Not to like talk. Not to like you know lay the riot act in on anyone. But just just his mere presence sends a message that Jeds does it.
0: And I think that's okay. I like yeah. that little bit of tension yeah. there. That could be a good yeah. thing. And mm-hmm. I just think that that maybe for this one spot on the roster, and I know it's an important one, but maybe. Kyle needs to be forced to do something that he doesn't necessarily want to do. Every coach has strengths and weaknesses. And maybe this is just a weakness in his game that he doesn't recognize how to develop this guy and have patience with someone to figure it out. And and I wish that he would, because I would love to see just clear the deck, play Trey, nobody over a shoulder, no backup plan. If you miss the playoffs, you miss the playoffs. So what? You gotta Real find quick. out what you got.
1: Oh, sorry about that. We missed Corey Soto's uh, super chat ten twenty one. He paid ten bucks.
0: Oh, uh, geez. if you want to no, go back my and bad. get, it. uh, yeah, it's all good.
1: Um, to say his mechanics me. are exactly the same, oh, he, he's saying I'm wrong.
0: Well, then that we definitely need to show it now. Okay, well,
1: yeah, he says to say his mechanics are exactly the same in these videos is just wrong. But again, generally we won't glean much from these videos. It just indicates that he's working and probably working hard. Yeah, I think you're right, Corey. I think what we said is. He To me, he, he's not crouched as much when he's starting his motion. He's a little bit more upright so that when he's transferring to his extended leg, it doesn't look as drastic. But what I'd like to see is him not transfer to an extended leg. I think that would be the, the biggest thing to help. I mean, do you ever see a pitcher land on the mound with a straight leg? Have you ever seen that? No. 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 I'm not saying he's a pitcher. I'm just saying like there's a reason for that. You don't do that. It doesn't help. It really doesn't help.
0: Two it's bad habit, out, right? I'm not making fun of Trey for going with Christensen. He should. Just saying, let's not act like Mahomes is taking him under his wing. Congrats to Quinnipiac. Yeah, I don't think Mahomes is taking him under his wing, but you watch the media narrative that'll rise out of that, and it, he'll get credit for it. He absolutely will.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, if, if Trey Lance turns it around this year, every story will be, let's go back to the off It started in Dallas <laughs> when Patrick... Ma- That's how it's going to be, right? That's the story. That's going to be in Wikipedia. You know what I mean?
0: It was a brisk spring day. Yeah. Uh, Patrick
1: Mahomes woke up and had an idea.
0: The other thing I'll say is this you know, whether you think that Trey's delivery is different, whether you think it's the same, he's getting work in right now. And God knows he needs it. Brock Purdy is unable to do that right Right. now. And he's going to be unable to do that for a long, long time months and months and months.
1: And freaking Darnold's learning the offense. Like he's over in, like, Spanish one learning how to, like, conjugate his verbs. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got a ways to go.
0: Let's just say for the sake of argument that Brock is, looks really good in the three-month checkup and he's able to come back. Let's just say for the sake of argument, week one. Training camp. Okay. Or week, whatever. Training camp. If Brock gets in there and doesn't play the way that he played last year— All What kind of a leash is he going to have? Because again, the whole thing that we have heard about the 49ers from everybody is win now small window don't have time for, for somebody to develop. And it's funny because like, are we forgetting that Brock Purdy was a rookie last year? Like he's going to develop and have growing pains too. So if Brock struggles, does Kyle have a short leash with him too?
1: I mean, yeah, we, we see Kyle Shanahan's pattern. Like we talk about him in terms of like dating, He's like the kind of guy, as soon as he makes it official with a girl or a quarterback, he's looking for a reason to break up with her. Like, first time they have a fight. First time, you know, he sees her without makeup. First time a date doesn't go well, it's over. And I feel like this is, he's setting him up. Come back too soon. No offseason. Doesn't play right away. Spent the whole offseason talking up Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's been there working all offseason. I mean, Kyle's itching to go to Sam Darnold. Itching. You can hear it in his voice. Because he really, I mean, I think he thinks he can do with Sam Darnold what Harbaugh did with Alex Smith. And maybe Harbaugh could turn uh, Sam Darnold into Alex Smith. I don't know that Kyle Shanahan can do that because what Harbaugh did for Alex Smith was pump up his confidence. When has Kyle ever done that for a quarterback? So I'd love to see him <laughs> pull that off. But I think that's what he's, I think he really wants to do that. So if if Brock is not what he used to be, I think he'll have, they're not committed. They like Sam, go to Sam. Or Trey, whatever. Who cares? From Kyle's perspective.
0: Just say like, what did Jim Harbaugh really do for Alex Smith? Nothing. Alex Smith never he, made a Pro Bowl. He, all Jim he Harbaugh. said
1: was Jim Har. Uh, all he basically did was uh, Alex Smith was a laughing stock. Everyone wanted him out of town, and Harbaugh said, "I'm Jim Harbaugh, and I think Alex Smith is good." That went a long way in 2011. People were like, "Really? Is he trolling? Can he be serious?" And he kept saying it. "I'm Jim Harbaugh, and I think he's really good." And I mean it. It turned his career around. He, he actually
0: became a winning game manager. Uh, he threw like 17 touchdowns a year with Jim Harbaugh that's like a yeah. one a game he yeah. was much better in Kansas Kansas City uh, yeah. Andy Reid in Kansas City actually got more yeah. out of Alex Smith Jim Harbaugh really didn't so but
1: he was know. a turnover machine before Harbaugh got like he was Sam Darnold he was losing games getting benched for guys like Troy Smith and David Carr like, <laughs> yeah. like it was bad it was bad like he, people thought like there was a really dis- there was when I was in college there was a discussion who's better Alex Smith or Sean Hill it's like god yeah. Alex how the mighty have fallen.
0: I kind of feel like Sean Hill and Brock Purdy are the same guy. Is that terrible? Uh, same number. J-
1: same number, same arm.
0: Yeah. JJ yeah. Zero, zero watching on Twitch. It's not going to happen, What what is stats going to do if Darnold wins the Super Bowl this year? You're right, JJ. It's not going to happen. So we don't even need to discuss. It's not going to happen.
1: I can see him going to the NFC Championship game and losing, though. I can see that. Just like every other quarterback the Niners have had.
0: He's hideously bad. Darnold. Yeah.
1: He's... I'm, I'm
0: stunned all, that he's even on the roster the
1: Niners have to convince him Kyle has to convince him like dude stop doing too much you commit like two turnovers a game if you commit turnovers you're going to get benched all you got to do is check the ball down to Christian McCaffrey if it's not there stop trying to be a playmaker you're not a playmaker you're a game manager can you do that that's what he has to do I don't know can he buy in if he doesn't buy in he's out of the league so we'll see
0: Street Jews Film says geez guys you guys are stressful
1: but the Niners are stressful we're just trying yeah, to make I mean, sense of this
0: I'm not that stressed. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to figure out if, taking them at their word, what they're going to do in certain situations. That's all I'm trying to do here, really.
1: I mean, you have a team that calls itself a contender, if not the best team in the league, and they won't tell you who their quarterback is? It's, I mean, it's worth talking about.
0: Well, but Vegas has them with the best odds in the NFC. So Vegas doesn't care who the quarterback is. It's not just Kyle. And it's crazy.
1: Like in 2023, when it's a quarterback driven league, you got this one team that has no quarterback, but everyone's like, oh yeah, they can win their way.
0: You sure? Are you sure? <laughs> what do you mean by win? Right? <laughs> yeah. win right,
1: right, right, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's a difference between winning titles and winning a lot of games. And, Don't you get and the I-
1: feeling that the Niners would rather be them than the Rams? It's like the Niners are take pride in being like the best built team that hasn't won a Super Bowl. Like, I'll take a team that's won a Super Bowl over what they've accomplished.
0: I think that the Niners were more afraid to fail than the Rams. I think the Rams said, we're trying this thing, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but we're going to take a big swing. The Niners, they want to hit a home run, but they don't want to totally take that big a swing because they might miss. And if if they try to hit a home run, they might still end up with a double, which they're cool with, but they can't tolerate swinging and missing. No, can't. Absolutely not. A, I don't like that metaphor. Anyway. I don't know why. Like, it, only one team wins the Super Bowl. If you go to the NFC Championship game, yeah, that's nice. But you still didn't win the Super Bowl. So, to me, you should be doing things geared towards winning the title, even if it costs you some playoff appearances down the line.
1: They're not willing to do that. That's, that's the crux of the issue right there. I think they feel... What the, Ram- the Rams had to sacrifice a couple years of being in the mix to get that Super Bowl, and the Niners never want to sacrifice being in the mix or Jed. So, there's no um push urgency to do the all in move because you kn- that could come at the expense of a year or two. They're not going to do that,
0: not going to do it. Well, and I when I say the all in move, like I'm talking about all in in terms of mortgaging out what your you future have a quarterback, like oh, yeah. clearly yeah. they made an all in move to get Christian McCaffrey. That's an all-in move. When you trade yeah. two, three, four, and a fifth round next year to get a running back, the most injured position in the NFL, that's an all-in move. But when you haven't yeah. gone all-in at the quarterback spot to find out what you have, that's what I'm talking about because, like everyone has said, they're not willing to potentially lose games. It's also not guaranteed that they would lose games while Trey Lance played, by the way. But they're not even, they don't even want to potentially risk that to find out, and that's the frustrating thing.
1: Which is so crazy because go back and look at the scouting report on Trey Lance coming out. Project needs time, needs time on task. And the Niners like they it's like they told him, like, Oh, everyone's wrong about Trey Lance. You know, he he played under they center in college. Mm-hmm. He they play, he played under center in college. He did really well in this cognitive test. He's gonna be ready right <laughs> away. And they're like, you know what? Everyone was right about Trey
0: Lance. Damn. Damn. That's it's the like, real wow. winner of this offseason is that S2 cognitive test. Because that thing gets Absolutely. Up more. Like, oh, my God. Uh, Let's see. Who is this? Waldemar says Brock, Sam, or Trey. The issue will be offensive line protection. Purdy has the body type of Breeze. They need to move the pocket and keep him safe. There are some questions on that offensive line, Grant. I know PFF hated the play of Aaron Banks and Spencer Burford last year. Gave him incredibly low grades. Particularly Burford.
1: Particularly Burford.
0: Yeah, Burford's grade was like 39 or something. It was low um to my eye granted it's definitely untrained i didn't think their offensive line was that bad i thought it was good enough and they uh in terms of run blocking that towards the end of the year they were mowing people over i thought it was
1: okay i mean trent williams is great uh aaron banks is solid jake Brendel's solid um mm-hmm. burford that right side just is, isn't good enough and i don't i feel like it's it's it, we always talk about McGlinchy, but frankly he's been better than the right guard every single year like oh, yeah. the right guard is never really that good, and like Burford wasn't even a full time player. Like he would play most of the game, but they would bring mm-hmm. in Brunskill. Um, and you know the, when Johnson got hurt at the end, like that was just Burford getting beat by Linvald Joseph or who who was it? That I mean, yeah. he just got beat. Uh, so I'm a little concerned about the right side still. Uh, now you got it's going to be Burford and Feliciano and McKivitz and Zakel. Like, <laughs> hopefully two guys step up. We'll see. We'll, well,
0: so we saw Aaron Banks essentially kind of redshirt for a year and sure. ended up being a solid player. Maybe they think Zakel can do the same kind of thing. And maybe Possible. he can. I don't know.
1: He's a good athlete. I, I, frankly, I, I'd like, I'm would like. i a little more intrigued with him than McKivitz. I, I don't really see – there's not much upside with McKivitz. I yeah. think Zakel, he could be a good run blocker. He's fast. He's big. I don't know how good he's going to be in pass protection. But, I mean, that's the story of every Niners right tackle ever. So
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> given what happened with Aaron Banks do you think the Niners have earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes sure, to sure
1: absolutely yeah and not just banks but Brendel last year we were like what is the plan at yep. center and they're like hey we like Brendel we like Brendel and he ended up being solid like he's a pro bowl alternate played all 17 games like these aren't like impact players but you can't be i mean gave him a 5 year extension <laughs> he earned it so uh it, it's possible that Burford really is ahead of schedule like Banks couldn't even play as a rookie Burford did That's so maybe cool. he makes Maybe he's way better as a second-year player. I just don't believe in McKivitz. I've seen McKivitz play. He's a fifth-round pick. He's not a great athlete. I think it's on Zakel or someone they draft to, to take that spot.
0: If McKivitz is your swing tackle, I feel much better Fine. about him. Then you're all right. He could play left you, tackle too. Right. he's a good swing he's tackle. Starter. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete ninety-eight one forty-six. I'm starting to think they'll sacrifice Trey Lance to pick up right tackle help. Again, I don't know how much value Trey Lance has to pick up like a a big-time right tackle.
1: You're going to trade a potentially great quarterback that you haven't developed for a right tackle. Mm, no, thanks.
0: Yeah. Remember the Cleveland Browns drafted Joe Thomas and he played over 10,000 straight snaps at a hall of fame level. And it didn't matter at all, at he, all. No I mean, impact. No impact. They went. Oh, and 16. He never the touched the ball in his life. Was. Right. So I don't yeah. know that you necessarily want to make that trade. Um, but there are questions on the offensive line. There's questions at cornerback, especially with the depth there. I don't know if you saw. I, I know you saw, actually, because you wrote about it. That's how I saw it now that I think about it. Mike Clay recently ranked the 49ers roster. He went yeah. through every position, and he had him 16th in the league. And essentially, he said the depth isn't there anymore. That's what this nope. team is missing because oh, so many guys have left due to free agency and other things. And so that's really what the Niners have to replenish, and they could do it in this draft because they have eleven picks. Um, but you need you need to nail the draft this year. You need growth from the guys in twenty twenty two, and growth from the guys in twenty twenty one. Frankly, yeah, this is
1: uh, like naturally what happens, I guess, when you extend seven, eight, nine players. I mean, the Niners have like an upper class. We could call them a clique. Maybe they go to Cabo <laughs> of players who are very wealthy and they've earned it. But and the Niners have. They look at themselves as a little bit of a family. They want to keep this team together. Other teams like the Patriots and uh, Chiefs are a little bit more cutthroat about who are cornerstone guys. They don't have like nine cornerstone players. One's a fullback, and that's fine. That's fine. Two are linebackers, and that's cool. But um, yeah, I think you, you, you're consciously sacrificing depth to to, to have that team.
0: You're going to need – Lenore's going to have to take a big step up as somebody that was drafted in 2021. He's probably going to be a starter now on the outside. Drake Jackson. Absolutely, Drake Jackson, which I think he can. That's yeah. Wouldn't be like the – He's going to get nothing but one-on-ones
1: all year. Nothing right. but one-on-ones.
0: Yep. So he's got to step up as a guy that was taken last year. I would love to see Danny Gray do, I don't know, something. Oh, yeah. Just something. They need to draft another
1: wide receiver because they can't just bank on Danny Gray being something. They need more wide receivers. They only carried five last year. You could carry six. Get another guy. Because most of their guys are like gadget guys anyway. Like Debo, used in specific ways. Juwan Jennings, slot receiver. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod, gadget guy. Like Get another wide receiver. A wide receiver, not a gadget guy, I I, I would say.
0: Wide receiver. 11 picks.
1: 11 picks. You got to, I mean, how are 11 guys going to make the team? You could take one of everything.
0: Well, that's what JJ 00 says. The Niners don't have 11 spots on the roster to make all those picks. How many times should the Niners trade up, make like five higher picks? I do think they are going to move up because of that. Um, like, there's just no reason to pick these guys if they're not going to make the team. The question is, what do they move up for? Do you think that they would move up for an offensive lineman? Do you think, I mean, they love going defensive line, they love it. And I know they went defensive line with Drake Jackson last year. That doesn't matter at all. I could see them doing that.
1: I have a prediction. I think their first pick's going to be a linebacker. <laughs> mm. They, they got to replace Aziz. The they don't have a replacement for Aziz. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's Flanagan Foles. I don't think it's Burks. Those guys are special teamers. The Niners love their linebackers. They haven't really replaced Aziz. The they drafted Fred Warner in round three. They would not be against drafting a, a linebacker in round three. L- watch for a linebacker to get drafted by the Niners. They love their defense, they're not messing around.
0: What about Marcelino McCrary Ball? They love him.
1: He'd be in the mix. He'd be in the mix, but I don't know that they're necessarily going to hand him a starting spot. What was he on the practice squad last year? He'll yeah. compete. He'll, he'll be in the mix.
0: He, yeah, he's fast, man. He is. Yeah, you know maybe, they, like, maybe that's the
1: guy. I just feel like they're not. They're not going to leave it to chance. Like they're going to bring in guys. They're going to bring in I, reinforcements.
0: Part of me wonders if they're philosophy is Adam Peters kind of talked about this in an interview where basically he talked about it with offensive line how like it's super hard to find offensive linemen not that many offensive linemen run the Niners system so what they do yep. is they look for guys that have the basic kind of prerequisite skills and then they draft them and they train them up for a year and then they get been there and they're ready to go does that apply to all 49ers players I don't know it's a
1: smart way to go about with the offensive linemen because I think that's like offensive linemen and quarterbacks have the toughest transition from uh, the NFL, from college. Like for offensive linemen, uh the defense linemen are so much more athletic than what you've seen. The, the the blitzes are so much more sophisticated, and you're not strong. Like you're going against thirty year olds. You're <laughs> twenty two. Like you know, you're just not strong enough. So I think it's pro- probably smart. And also like with the Niners, they have like they. They want to run outside zone, particularly to their right. So, like, the right side of their offensive line often, often is a little bit smaller and faster than the left side. There's very, very specific things they're looking for, and they're willing to sacrifice some pass protection on the right side, which is kind of like a 1990s way of thinking, in my opinion, but that's how they are.
0: 49er gang nine one six. McCrary ball is going to break out. He's been getting buff. He um, is buff. I do think the Niners, it's possible they looked at their quarterbacks, whether it's Trey or Brock and said, or even Sam, to be fair, we got a guy that's mobile enough now. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was not mobile. They're okay. If the offensive line was a little weaker in pass protection because they know they have the quarterback now that can sort of make up for it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Rob, I got to leave in a few minutes because I got to show at 11. So let's talk about Bosa real quick. Cause I want to talk about Bosa. This is very right. interesting to me. Um, you want you want to start? You want me? What do you want? Oh, uh, I, okay. So the Niners are very proud of their quarterback room, and they feel like they've found this magic um, formula, which is don't spend big on quarterbacks. We've been talking about it for a long time. I mean, it's the most expensive position. If you could get this guy in a rookie deal, it's it's cheating almost, uh, absolutely. But having a, a cheap quarterback room has enabled them to spend big on other positions. They're going to be spending big on Nick Bosa. He's about to get paid like a quarterback, and I think it's kind of funny they say they don't. You know, they have cheap quarterbacks. You know, you have a franchise quarterback. He just plays defensive end. His name is Nick Bosa, and you're paying him that. And it's like the fact that you're locked into a quarterback salary at a non-quarterback position almost means that the Niners are kind of committed to this roster structure for a long time. Like they can't really have an Aaron Rodgers or a Lamar Jackson or. Anyone special because they're paying for that at left tackle, at D end. I mean, Trent Williams is damn near making quarterback money too.
0: Yeah, that is the thing that like they have harped on. Kyle Shanahan said it's everything that they have a cheap quarterback room. Nick Bose is gonna make quarterback money. He's gonna make $30 million a year, more than likely. Mm -hmm. So that essentially is your quarterback. Now it's nice that they don't have a quarterback also making 30 million and Nick Bosa making 30 million and Trent Williams making all that money. Sure. That's definitely better, but they do have sort of the quote unquote quarterback salary on the roster. And you know,
1: you always, and if you do have a quarterback salary on the roster, it'd be nice if that guy played quarterback. That's all I'm saying because (laughs) D end is great. D end is great. But as we saw in the Super Bowl, in the fourth quarter, The the refs probably aren't going to call holding on the offensive tackle. They'll call holding on the cornerback. They'll call illegal breathing on the cornerback. But on the offensive tackle, I don't know if they will. So something to think about.
0: You know, Jerry Jones always used to say, I'm okay paying a premium if I get a premium in return. They're going to have to pay a premium for Nick Bosa. And every indication is they're going to get that premium in return because the man is a beast. He won the defensive player Mm -hmm. of the year. He may well win it next year but eventually you need that premium at quarterback. Whether you're paying for it or not, you do need that premium return at quarterback, and the 49ers have not gotten that since Kyle Shanahan became the head coach.
1: Kyle Shanahan just threw his drink at his uh, television set. He watches us every morning, and he's like, that's erroneous! We just need me and McCaffrey. We're good if it's got us. So we'll see if Kyle's right. He's on a mission to prove this. And I think so is John, man, because John won his Super Bowl with Brad freaking Johnson. So. I think the two of them feel like, hey man, it's a kind of an overrated position.
0: It could but they're be. wrong. I,
1: they're wrong about I, that. They're yes, wrong. they are.
0: I've they're certainly wrong. said they don't value the position <laughs> properly. They're wrong. If Kyle, if you are watching, would you consider shaving the beard? Just, Please. I just want to know. I feel like yeah. it makes him look so much older. Like he looks so much more sad when things aren't going right because of the beard. I feel like I don't know.
1: He looks like he's aged. 10 years in six years. Like when he first got go back and look at his intro press conference in 2017, he yeah. looked 30.
0: Well, that's what this team will do to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think
1: now he's was- gray and grizzled and like got real big bags under his eyes. Like, man, I feel you, dude.
0: Now I don't feel it. Struggle early on with the roster, but think about how they won their games. Most of their games, they were coming back. It was tight in the fourth quarter. They either had a slim lead or they're driving down to, you know, go ahead. Like, these games take it out of you, man.
1: They do. They do, especially when you come really close to winning the Super Bowl, but don't multiple times. I can only imagine. Like, they talk about things that keep you up at night. He's got, like, five of them. <laughs> what was it tonight, dear? Oh, it was, I was in Atlanta. It was the Atlanta one. Oh, sorry. Just go back to sleep. It's okay. Oh, oh no, it was, it was Patrick Mahomes this time.
0: No! Sorry. Or the Rams, or Aaron Donald facing oh. down uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of the Rams game, where they didn't gain a single positive yard in the last 10 minutes of the game. People forget that. Uh, Boatswain Boogie 3 yeah. like, quickly before we go here. Thanks for the super chat. They'll be fine getting depth. Kyle is great at creating coaches that get the best out of their position players while developing them. He does deserve that. credit for that. Yeah. He's awesome at hiring a staff and he's awesome at replenishing a staff that's a very underrated skill the head coaches have to have and Kyle has shown to be very good at it
1: before we leave I think the Niners the Niners are great at drafting especially on day three all their day three picks I think are going to be smart and calculated because that's when the front office gets to do the work the three comp picks i'm afraid those are going to be kyle picks and i'm really curious to see what he does with them this year because last year it was freaking ty davis price and danny Crane, so i really want to know what he does with the with his picks this year
0: oh man it's so funny <laughs> <laughs>
1: dorian so- thompson he's gonna take quarterback he's gonna take quarterback he's gonna take quarterback i can't wait do it kyle do it kyle
0: that would fit right in because we can't go uh, a week without talking quarterbacks in 49 years yep. land So we'll see what happens Thanks, everybody, for watching. Again, like and subscribe to the Gold Standard YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to Grant Cohn's YouTube
1: channel. Oh, 2.0 at the buzzer. At the buzzer. Look
0: at this. 2.0. Darnold is similar to Jimmy Garoppolo, but with more athleticism. Slightly slower release, but better arm. think he's kyle's new security blanket i think he really ends up being the guy if brock is not ready if you're hold on on.
1: how are they similar if one has a slower release but a better arm and is more athletic (laughs) like what what is the similarity that you see between sam Darnold and jimmy i'd love to know is it their smile is it their general aura i'd love to know
0: it's a very good point but also if your security blanket has 90 combined interceptions and fumbles in 56 games that's not really a security blanket. There's nothing secure about that. The blanket is on fire. That's a blanket is it- <laughs> off of you. It's killing you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this blanket <laughs> will destroy you. Remove immediately. But you should be <gasps> very <well> covered. <gasps> death trap. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Grant, thanks for uh, doing the show before you had to pop on and yep. do another show. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channels. Bye, everybody.